Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Play the 13th Age. Hooray! Woo! All right. Yeah, coming yeah. to you live from the Undermarch. Uh, last time, uh, the party managed to make their way into the Undermarch, break up a uh, uh, a party of a gorilla jewels, and then some other assorted weirdos, and recover a soul-seeking uh, uh, divining rod for their friends back in the, the town of Misty Hill. Uh, they're now about to set off for uh, Forge properly and continue Happy their... Happy episode 40. Is it? Yeah. Hey, that's great. Happy episode 40, everybody. Hey. hey. I got you now officially as old as Margaret. I hope I didn't miscount. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in any case, we pick up with him immediately where we left off. Um, Lance Marbetus is telling you that uh, she'd very much like you, uh, when you get to the city, to debrief uh, at the patrol headquarters uh, because, you know, you've done some things worthy of uh, their attention, of course. And um, Good or bad? Well, you took hey. out two threats to the city. Yeah. One by accident and one out of self-interest, but, I mean, <laughs> help is help, you know? And good help is hard to find. So, yeah. What is let's, let's get our dang on the ding. Let's get Whatever that, that ding-dang done. Ding-dang-dong, <laughs> heading for Forge. Okay. Yeehaw, we're gonna kinda, we montage that, uh, dropping off of that relic, cause, uh, I didn't have anything interesting to do back there. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, the relic was interesting itself, but... Hey, I probably got another ticket for something, I just ate it again. Oh, okay. We went through the, the crevasse. On your way back through the crevasse, you, you, uh, interrupt a work party that is there, uh, bricking it up. And with some some name dropping of, of Corporal Lance, you're you're able to get inside, no problem again. But they are definitely stepping up security. You've alerted them to a flaw, and they are they are taking care of it. Alright, seems good. But like a baby with a hammer can break down the bricks. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell them that. Just like, you know, just in case I ever need to rob the capital, I mean. Right. I might just keep a mental list. As you walk north through Undermarch, with every single step, uh, Mercury is just screaming and, and begging. You've never really seen him want something or, or care about something so bad, but every step seems to be harming him as he entreats you to head back back toward Anvil uh, and not retreat, is, is the word he keeps using. He huh. says a personal affront that, that you would be uh, heading... The, way, the exact opposite way he wants you to along the Undermarch. We're going to Anvil. No, we're you're going, going to, we're going forge. to Forge. Oh, forge. I, I apologize. You should handle your ghost buddy, Rip. Also, your pog is dead. Hi. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, no. Hi, you're back just in time. Mercury's screaming. I can't believe Rip died. He's... <laughs> He's bargaining, he's willing to do anything it takes as long as you just go back and defend the city and, and don't fall away. He's calling you cowards. He's... Yes. Okay. Your, the answer to your question is yes. Okay. Um, Is Mercury... 
Is he okay? Oh, uh, he's causing quite the ruckus. Shut up, Mercury. He's Mercury, shut up. <laughs> he's always causing a ruckus. Hey, hey, Bella, do you still have that lore bottle? Can you just kind of, like, shove another spirit in there? Because I know there's one in there. <laughs> but I mean... Uh, that, that isn't how lore bottles work. Oh. I, it's I, not I, a vacuum for one, one lore per bottle, it turns out. Damn it. Uh, Mercury, we're not retreating, we're just going the long way around. <laughs> this this does not placate him much, but... What does? Why is he talking about defending the city? Is he having flashbacks? Well, not so much defending, he, he's more going on about retaking it, and how you're clearly not doing that, you're going the wrong way. You fools, you cowards, how can you abandon the city? Why is he never... <laughs> Because like he's never way. been close before. He's never <laughs> been able to see it before since he popped out of Rip's head. Okay, look. Look, I know reason isn't really your strong point. <laughs> but we're gonna go after we go to Forge. Going in there right so now would be suicide. He loves that, though. Yeah. He did that. <laughs> I know. He's kind of a fan. <laughs> it sounds so much better to him. We wouldn't actually retake the city. Somebody give him a football. A hand, what's, what's that? Uh, a hand egg. I, sorry, a hand egg. A hand egg. They call it the football in the Empire for some right. reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they do. Wait, Wait but like, you you barely use your feet at all when you play Yeah, 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 I know. It's hand egg. Sorry, sorry. It, it doesn't look like a ball. <laughs> Whatever. Let's just give him the hand egg and let's go. Hand okay. off the hand egg. Okay, well, but we're not going to Anvil yet. Mostly so. by just ignoring him, he, he just floats behind you because you're bound and he has no choice. However, it makes walking <laughs> uh, and focus very difficult for Rip. If he was okay. trying to do anything more complicated than just walking north along the, the underground bridge, he might be having trouble. And even then, one of us yeah. has to kind of redirect him when he yeah. almost falls off. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, eventually, you see the great uh, gate of Forge before you. Uh, right. From the distance, it looks like a great... Uh, uh, is the face of the first uh, dwarf lord of Forge. The, the first one after the migration out uh, after the fall of Anvil. Although, as you get closer, it seems he's entirely made, uh, uh, that, that face is made of full-body figures of different dwarves from every walk of life, every uh, occupation, uh, every cool. class. Uh, it is the body politic in a uh, very... What do you mean, cool? You're from here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's still impressive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's how you know who the face is, uh, uh, Rip tells you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot about this place. Any of your ancestors model up there, buddy? Uh, yeah, there's a few, a few smolder boulders up there. Smoldering boulders. You, you this is before the families there. joined. There are some smolders and some boulders. They had not yet yeah. hyphenated. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, then there, and then there's that trailed-off line of holders and beholders. We don't no, talk I about like them. them. Don't talk about the beholder family. Oh, they've got their What's eyes everywhere. Um, What's inside? <laughs> oh. Ha-cha-cha! Bad times. 
Uh, eventually you reach there and you see that the uh, the main gate is closed. Uh, the, the, the mouth of the dwarf lord is shut. However, there is a uh, side entrance open and it's customs. Dwarven oh. customs. Oh, okay. I know all about customs. <laughs> so keeping the napkin on the left side of the plate. And the knife and fork on that side, and the spoon on the other side. So there are five forks. There's Two of them are never actually used, so don't like bother picking you, them up. If you how pick them up, people the will stare at you. The forks in ascending order of size, skipping the first two and the last one, which is only for fishing stuff out of the soup if you drop it in. Which happens a lot, for yeah. me at least. Especially in dwarven cuisine, because the soup is like tar. It's actual tar. It's it's not like. It's, it's tar. It's tar. Uh, it's okay. tar. I guess we'd better get in line for customs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, there, I've heard of shirt tar tar, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gonna go third in line. <laughs> yes, there, there is a uh, custom agent beckon, beckoning you forward, one at a time, one at a time, please. Okay, well, I can go first. Who did someone call first? Cause... I'll go first because I'm a dwarf. Okay. Poking okay. his head out of the little hole in the giant green door. Nobody sees the wizard. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Someone right, has Okay. Rip is this ushered is into here. a room where he's given uh, a, a cursory a, uh, you know, interview. He's asked uh, his purpose for visiting the city, uh, his, his address, his residence. I give all of that. What is your uh, residence? Uh, actually, where do you hail from, Rip? What? For some reason, a I said a series of like strict addresses never really developed in Forge because I guess dwarves aren't really that good with directions. So we kind of just say where everything is relative to everything. I live about like half a mile east of the Crystal Gardens. Pretty close to it. It's it's nice having that because you know. I've been wanting to play a show there for so long, but mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, uh, if you if you go to the Crystal Gardens and you go about half a mile east, you'll get to the the home, the ancestral Smolder Boulder home. Oh, you okay. know, call it Smolder Hole. No, <laughs> so, no. So That's weird. Okay, so you're down hole. in the in the books uh, under your home in Smolder Hole. <laughs> That's not what it's called. <laughs> Fine. Everyone keeps calling it that, but okay. Um, I think that's years. Yes, your everything's got to be holes for these dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait till you get to um, the halfling villages. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no. uh, so yeah, he uh, asks your purpose of visit. Um. My Althal's not here. Shit, I'm alone. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just I'm just a uh, visiting family. That's all. All right, visiting family. Your your interview is, is very cursory. It's pleasant. You're you're, you're waved on in. Except for one thing, Mercury yeah. is still there, just tugging on your beard and your helmet, just urging you backward. There's just one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Explain your. Familiar, sir. I I don't know. He's just been following me. He's just. I think 
a wizard did it. Do get this checked out at your earliest possible convenience. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir, I will. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Rip Rip is waved inside, and then uh, Bella is asked into the room. Uh, your affiliation, please, ma'am. I'm the Baroness of Eclipse Manor of the Royal Wood, and I'm here on official elf or official business, diplomatic business from the Elf Queen. Diplomatic business of the Elf Queen. Yes, ma'am. I take it you'll be staying at the embassy. Uh, of course. All right, we will send. I'm using my my five with the uh, Elf Queen, by the way. All right, we will send word to them and uh, double check that they uh, are expecting you in their records. Thank you very much. Uh, please uh, wait in the side room while we wait for your clearance to clear. Thank you. You are not mm-hmm. waved through. Oh man! Skip for I don't draw one. <laughs> All right. Uh, then it's Nav's turn. Hey. Oh, okay. There's 64 in here. Hey. Okay. Let me tell you a little story about what happens with Nav's interview. <laughs> um. As you may have been able to tell from earlier, Nev has no idea what the hell a custom is in this context. <laughs> Basically, Nav gets super arrested. And <laughs> like they keep arresting him, they keep like arresting him and then bringing him to them to superiors and then like upgrading his status of arrest. And that happens like four or five times. Of course it does. Until eventually, as everybody else finishes their interviews and are wondering, what happened to Nav? He's like, at this point, in the high court of the innermost city, as people try to figure out what the hell his race is and where he's from and whether he's a monster. And after hours and hours of inconclusive tests, they eventually decide to just throw him in a cell for a while and figure it out later, maybe in a few centuries. So, Nav promptly escapes, like... (laughs) Like five minutes later, Nav is like prowling through the the sewers and the old abandoned mines that are closest to the city and are of course now empty. So basically, for the remainder of the time in Forge, uh, Nav is going to be kind of a Pennywise the Clown pastiche. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh my just kind of sticking his hands out from sewers, um, sending you, throwing you guys paper airplane notes about what he thinks we should do next, that kind of thing. So, okay. so I'm gonna move his pog up here to the uh, sewers. Appro- approximate over, <laughs> approximate underlord status instead the of sewer. overlord. So I'm gonna mute my mic for about the next eight hours, and I'll catch you guys later. Oh, how convenient for you. Okay. That was a joke. That was a joke. Was it Joe? Was hey, what Joe? percentage of the things float down there, would you say? <laughs> um, you're not going to, that's for sure. Alright, uh, Manuel is ushered inside. Uh, the custom agent immediately comes out, demanding to know what kind of joke this is, where is this beast's owner, uh, and also please provide documentation of his immunizations. Alright. Manuel's been around. I'll show him my citizenship of, let's say, Newport. Show him my citizenship of Santa Cora. Eh, he's probably got some citizenship of Axis. He's been around. All right. And I just tell him basically, Ac- I'm. I Ac- accidentally starts to show him his points card to a brothel and then hurriedly puts <laughs> it away again. You know, oh. I get a free lap dance if I go one more. Time. Excuse me, <laughs> sir. 
uh, the the agent is clearly rolling his eyes with disdain. You, Uh uh, when you compare notes with Rip later, if you do so, you're clearly not in the same room. It's more the the, the bare concrete walls with a single dangling light bulb sort of mood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, You are, rather than being asked, you are, uh, it is assumed you have no business here. Uh, and you are assigned a curfew and uh, informed that the only people willing to uh, uh, tolerate your kind uh, will be in uh, Beast Town. Uh, and then he clears his mouth, his throat, and says, Excuse me, the temporary uh, relocation center. Ex- District 9. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I had I had really wanted to go out and, and absorb some of your amazing culture. Yeah, I'm I, sure. And you're I'm sent a bit out of an on aficionado. your way. <laughs> as as your name is taken down in a book that is very not the book Rip's name was taken down in. And by the way, and by the way, it's pronounced Afsionado, sir. <laughs> it's actually there's not. like this there's like this big tome that Rip's name was taken down and he kinda of scribbles your name out on a napkin and then he immediately sweeps it into the trash. <laughs> Well, no, it's the uh, the Forge's most wanted list. I mean, he's sure to be in trouble within, like, by the end of the day. He's not. He's clearly not a dwarf. So. At one point during the interview, and... Manuel starts like just reciting a soliloquy from a dwarven playwright, <laughs> That's... and he just has no idea what that is. So he's just like, yeah. What? Manuel's name goes on the napkin right under an N A V question mark question mark question mark question mark question mark question mark. Are you seriously telling me you've never heard of Alluvia Lafan's epic poem, The Ventifact Particulate? Scarlet is... <laughs> oh. Scarlet is brought inside. Uh, what is your affiliation? Uh, the, uh, the Arcane Academy of... Um, Horizon? Yes, I'm glad you can pronounce it too. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I temporarily forgot where it was. Um, it's okay, there's no need to be embarrassed. We've had dumber than you. I'm shocked as well. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, be, remember there is a curfew at sundown. If you cannot tell when it is sundown, you will be informed. Uh... That is a thing that happens once in a while, since this is an underground city. Uh, uh, be sure to not be outside of the temporary relocation district. Uh, hey. as, temporary relocation. As they are home to the only facilities which are licensed to house citizens such as yourself. What is your business in our city? Uh. Visiting. Visiting whom? Visiting, uh... Cool wizards kid. What's that? You were breaking up, actually. Visiting a local wizards guild. Local wizards guild, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, We will be checking with them to make sure you're... What's that? What? You were saying something and you were buzzing out. No. I, I wasn't actually. And we will uh, make sure your paper's clear properly. We'll call up on you there before the end of the day. Thank you very much, Miss. 
Hey, Scarlet DeFlor, what are you doing up at this hour? Sit down like the others before I put you down. That's a little you testament humor for you. <laughs> I don't want it. It is now Mint's turn. Affiliation. I'm a citizen of the recognized historical precinct of Beverly, South Crandall, Northwestern Fang Province of Her Majesty the Queen's Wood. So I'll just write down Elf. I have been personally invited. <laughs> Elf. What is your business here, sir? Several instances of business. I have some furniture shopping to take care of, as well as an item to deliver. And where would you be delivering this item? Do you have any contraband to declare, sir? Well, um... You know what? Might as well get this piece of business taken care of as fast as I can. Um, I don't want to own this anymore, I say, producing the terrible staff of bad ideas. Didn't you throw that? Did you take it back from when you threw it? I took it back. Okay. I left I it in the house. Which ironically was then I'm like, it might be dangerous to leave it there. So instead, let's give it to the dwarves that hate us. Well, well, you have to remember that he did pick up the staff again when he had this idea. Yeah, technically true. Yes, this is very much... Contraband, you made the correct choice, sir. We appreciate the continued cooperation between our peoples. Thank you very much. <sighs> You'll prepare to be put down. <laughs> <laughs> Please step this way into the meat rendering plant. Well, All right. Uh, Market is more than it just says elf. Margaret is the next one taken in. What happens in there? Um, she's not saying. Uh. Okay. Oh, slap. Who was second in? Nav. No, I was no. third. I made damn sure of that. Bellow is in second. <laughs> right. And. Okay, I'm sorry. Scarlet was. <laughs> Alright. See. Some of your true magic items were also contraband and had to be confiscated. So I'm going to have to ask Bella and um, whoever who was fifth. So who came before Mint? Scarlet. Give up something you don't want. Give Ooh. up something I don't want. Or if you don't choose, I'll pick something myself. Well, I suppose I'll have to get rid of this sash of fullness. <laughs> Oh, but you always used that. <laughs> Actually, well, hold on. Let me let me look at this for a second. I just remember all the stretches coming up in every session. It was so funny. Not the way I was always stretching. Yeah. Um, Bella gives up her note mace. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Whatever. Then promptly makes another one. Really? really though, Bella off. gives up her. Bella gives up her magical note mace implement. Okay. All right. Interesting. I guess uh, Scarlet will give up the tunic. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so you're all in the city now. So uh, it's time for that question that came up. I, I gave them all I their montage two weeks ahead, well, nine days ahead of time. 
It's homework. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go top down in the order you joined the server. So, Nav, I guess we already know the answer Yeehaw. here. Yeah, kind of. I'm just kind of <laughs> hanging out in the sewers, which are cavernous, and in the caverns, which are cavernous. But I'm going to do uh, it anyway. So we're going to do this properly. Yeah, yeah, man. I figure. I figure since this is a mining city, uh, all the tunnels that are closest to the city are going to be pretty empty because you know all the shit's gone. You know, there's like nothing. There's nothing but nav. It's nav zone now. N A N. Nothing but nav. Okay. Uh, in any case, I'm going to ask the question properly, like I said. So okay. nav, you are. I. Uh, here in the city of the dwarves, uh, an ancient city full of their own customs and art. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna a real great place to me. Uh, really, one of maybe the last great city that Nav never visited on his own uh, uh, personal. I'm pumped as hell. Uh, uh, really adventures. Part of it too. Where do you? Very excited. <laughs> Where, where, I'm asking a question now. Sorry. <laughs> where do you seek refuge? Oh man, well, I'm seeking refuge in the sewers, but as Nav, I get bored of that within like 10 seconds. So, I'm gonna actually seek refuge over in, you know, the bazaar district with all the shops and the food and all the cool, crazy people who sell their wares, you know? Oh, so, okay. te technically still the sewer, but definitely definitely the sewer zone centered on that area. And then, like, whenever I want to go above ground, I just kind of wear a fake mustache. And okay. A trench coat and hat. No, I'm too classy. No way, no way. I'm way, I'm, I'm never going to wear, you wouldn't catch an av dead in a trench coat. All right. <laughs> He's okay. though. Hey, Mint. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nav believes himself to be alone down in the sewers, but... Fuck. <laughs> what uh, reveals itself down there at the worst possible time? Many bought uh, friends for a long time. Okay, see, Nav, Nav had a really good idea of hiding out in the sewers. Um, such a good idea that he was definitely not the first unusual individual to have that idea. And a sort of underground... I guess society would be the nicest word for it. Oh, um, <laughs> exists basically in the sewers of this city, um, and they're very interested in this newcomer. Oh man, have you guys ever seen Oliver and Company? Because <laughs> or Red Oliver, uh, the dark, and um, the the uh, Atyug that's in charge of all of them definitely wants to be the the new person. All right. Hey. So, uh, Mint, you are a elven nationalist, loyalist, a proud supporter of the Queen. Oh, yes. Here in uh, a city that could be said to have something of a cold war with your people at the moment. Right. Where do you seek refuge? Well, um, if I'm spending money here, they probably won't mind as me as much. <laughs> Um, and I did want to see if they have another chair because I, I need, I need all of these chairs. They might have one. These chairs are important, I'm sure. And I know that this is right because I got rid of my staff of bad ideas. <laughs> I'll never have a So, um, you know, I'm 
you know, going visiting furniture shops and um, trying to just yeah, I guess I'm spending a decent amount of time doing that. If I feel like, but if if that turns into a problem, I mean, there is an official embassy here, and I can always just sort of hide there and you know put some newspaper over my head and hope for the best. <laughs> okay. So uh, Mint is seeking refuge in commerce, specifically furniture based. Yes. Yes. All right, Rip. Now, yes. the thing that Mint doesn't know about how dwarves uh, exchange their goods and services is... The thing that Mint doesn't know mm-hmm. about how dwarves exchange their goods and services? Yeah. What is he going to be shocked to learn at these furniture shops? Well, okay, you know how dwarves love ale? Yes. Like, it's kind of a stereotypical thing, but it's stereotypical because it's completely true and they will completely accept it. A lot of these places, if you can uh, if you can beat the owner of the store in a drinking contest, I'll give you a discount. All right. Anyhow, Rip, you uh, are back home, in a manner yes. of speaking, your ancestral homeland, if not mm-hmm. your specific home. It uh, is my specific home, actually. All right. You're back here, and all the uh, reports you're hearing from your friends about suspicious and possibly uh, unequal treatment is just nonsense. I mean, your your people <laughs> are the first love me. first line of defense against what everybody can see is coming now. I mean, yeah. they have a right to be nervous and yeah, and to defend themselves. That's really all this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, seeing. Uh, how everything is really locked down and secure. It's not uh, the the freewheeling open society you had before, but there's good reason for it. Where do you seek refuge? Well, I I can always go back to my home, the old Smolder Boulder family home. Uh, yes. The old Smolder Boulder, they call it. <laughs> Mom and Pop Smolder Boulder live there. Along with my idiot nephew. That bomb. All right. Been bumming off of my parents for All years. Right. Scarlet, something Thanks. tragic has happened to the to the smolder hole in in the years Rip hasn't <laughs> oh, been no. home. What was Sweet. that? What? Uh, um, did Rip leave his stove on? Years. years <laughs> did he? I'm asking you. Did he leave his stove on? Uh, let's. And this is specifically his family. Yes. Right? Like, his, his family home. Hmm. Now's I mean, the time for revenge. How attended was the home while he was gone? Why don't you tell me? <laughs> Something happened. What happened? Day I will put on the shot clock, and we aren't even in well, combat. Rip- the choice is yours, and yours alone. Well, Rip was not very with the doors when we met them, right? No. Stop asking us questions! Yeah, this is all you! I'm building up! I'm getting information so I can make a fucking choice. God damn, I'm not gonna make up nothing out of nowhere. Okay, so maybe the the authorities came into the place to get up some dirt on him. The cops ransacked my house? Oh no. God! Oh. 
Anyhow, Scarlet, you have, uh... Well, maybe not so much as Manuel, but you certainly got the brunt of the uh, racial profiling, shall we say, because that's exactly what it is here in, uh, in Forge. <laughs> shall we proudly. say? Uh, you you who have uh, lived your life trying to join groups that never really wanted you, uh, where do you seek refuge now? Well, as we kind of planned uh, for the session, I figure that Scarlet and Manuel can stick together we since are they're both going to, to the same place. We are going to Beeston. Beeston. Um, yeah, so... So, Beeston, you, you, you look to be among your uh, not-quite-as-humanoid brothers and sisters in the... Uh, slums. It's, yeah, slums. it's it's a... Nine. I'll describe it when you get there, but that's the idea. Okay. Yeah, but, that, but that's where we're both going. Bella... Uh, there's some surprising, uh, touches of home that makes it not such a bad place there in Beeston. What, what are, what is that? Or they? Oh, in, in Beeston currently there's a, uh, sort of a cultural melting pot festival mm-hmm. going on. It's, it's kind of fairly small because they're not allowed to really, you know, go, go hog up with it. Yeah. But, um... It's, it's really easy for the cops to say a celebration is actually a riot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's there's sort of a, a melting pot, um, like a celebration of kind of their, their melting pot of culture there because of all the different uh, different races that have been brought together in, in awful beast town. <laughs> Shitty awful. monster town. All right. It's, I'm sure it's nice. So, uh... Bella, you who have uh, cavorted... Well, that might not be the word. Have uh, journeyed with a dwarf for your entire current career. Uh, are now being treated as an outsider and given the cold shoulder. And uh, the embassy still doesn't know anything about you. So you're still sitting in that room. As soon as you get out, though, where will you seek refuge? Um. <clears throat> well, I, I, I was going to say that I was going to be spending my time in the embassy, but you... I uh, have just made that not likely. So. Oh, Stay with me. Hey, when you get out, you'll be able to. I mean, they just... They didn't have advanced word. Yeah, well, um... She, you know, she, she's very, very well documented now. She has, like, a whole estate behind her name and everything. She's very official. So, um... She she is gonna check in with the embassy, spend some time there. Kind of, uh... Gauge whether or not, you know, they're at least welcoming of, um... Diplomats. Okay. Even if they are racist uh, against elves and kind of kind of standoffish against elves, but um, she doesn't really have a uh, weapon anymore because it was or that they uh, the old dirty bard turns out to actually have been a dwarf and it was kind of a uh, uh. kind of a well sought after relic or kind of piece of even though she made it, you know, they they kind of recognized it as uh, something from the old dirty bard. Mm-hmm. And forcibly took it from her, so she's kind of without um, without a magical implement right oh. now, and she's going to look for some way to remedy that. Manuel, uh, the thing is, over at the Elven Embassy, they're trying to deal with uh, their own crisis uh, back, you know, with... Well, what is that crisis? 
Oh, <laughs> I thought I was getting ready for you to say it. It's a time okay. crisis. <laughs> no, it is not a time crisis. <laughs> There's some time crisis. They're really busy with something right now, which is why they haven't answered the phone, so to speak. What? Why is that? What are they dealing with at the moment? The Elven Embassy has been dealing with a lot of accusations of fraud recently, especially from coming from the dwarves. Oh. No, there's just been a lot of rumors saying that the elves have been not so honest with the dwarves and their dealings. All right. Now, Manuel, you here, uh... Have you ever been to uh, Forge before? No. Okay. It's well, one of the few places. <laughs> they're making quite a first impression, I'm sure. They're very nice. <laughs> they even gave us our own town. Yeah, yeah, that's very kind of them. Uh, in any case, you you can see that this is not a place where you will uh, roam freely and will, if you choose to, will need to prove your civilized uh, and honorable status to uh, mm -hmm. basically everyone who doubts it as just a matter of course. Uh, in this situation, where do you seek refuge? Well... Of course, we're going to be spending a lot of time in Beeston as we are being forced to go there. But while we're walking there, as luck would have it, me, Rip, and Bella, the ones who haven't been either detained or, you know, thrown in the sewer by their own volition. <laughs> I'm also here. <laughs> I said Scarlet. No, you didn't. Did I not? You no. only said me, you, and you Bella. Bella. Oh, and Scarlet, sorry. What about Merit, isn't he? I'm shopping. Okay. Oh, right, right, shopping. shopping. Anyway, as we walk in, right. I think I see somebody that I used to work for. Yeah. Or at least there's there's a really gaudy and massive traveling caravan, and I kind of avert my eyes when I see it. I I know they could help me out, but but, but do you I just have this. I just look away, but it's it's too late. They're coming over this way, and I just say under my breath to my to my group, "Listen, let me apologize in advance." As an adventurer, I've taken many jobs, and and one was to escort a group of traveling bards as they as they went on their worldwide tour. They're they're a bit hard to get along with, but and and just as he's trying to apologize, he's interrupted by a female elf who's Rip completely he's completely decked out in tight black leather, almost head to toe except for pants that oh seem to be made from the scales of some sort of bright pink lizard, <laughs> clearly scales. Nav watching from the sewer, going. Yeah. <laughs> Nav's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> and she just kind of comes up, interrupts Manuel, and says, "Well, well, well, Manuel, I saw you come in with Bella Canto, or should I say, Bella can't play." And here's her little side <laughs> oh. trip. I thought you guys were out of the music game for good. Can't blame you. You did the right thing. You saw a wild nightmare hot on your musical tails, and you stepped aside before you were destroyed. You assholes have never been half as good as Grand Handsome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are old time. I guess you don't know what's hot right now. Oh, and Last I heard, Bella was in the real estate business. It's all right. We all fall on hard times now and then. <laughs> You guys could probably use a good meal. Go ahead and help yourself to the spread in the green room. In I won't case, touch it. I'm watching yeah. my figure, but but you're clearly not. So feel free to enjoy our success. So Later, man. Manuel. <laughs> uh, Manuel is going to be spending uh, his days in Beeston while he has met a uh, a former in, uh, uh, employer, but 
Uh, Nav. I don't like these people. Yes? He's about to receive an offer he can't refuse from Mr. Mr. Tall, Leathered, and Scaly. What is that? I want you all to know that I'm arcing my back and cackling and rubbing my hands together in the worst way. Like two horrible spiders plotting your demise. Okay, so let me tell you a little story about Beeston and this band of bards that they've hired for their festival. Yeah. Okay, so the thing about the dwarves is they have this whole group of drow elf prisoners of war Uh from dating back hundreds of years almost, the oldest prisoners. Dating back hundreds of years to Forge and Anvil itself, right? Uh-huh. And these fucking bards have gotten into an alliance with the Beast to smuggle in a small group of Dark Elves who plan to break in and rescue all the prisoners. So, if you don't agree to help them with this, they're going to assume that your little group here has been sent by the dwarves to spy on and break them up if you don't help them. Huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>